Brady Farkas show on a Thursday right here on the Friendly Pioneer, WDEV, AM and FM, and streaming online at WDEVradio.com. Jack Main filling in for Brady once again. It's time for us to go out to the phone line and have our weekly conversation with ESPN Radio's Freddie Coleman of Freddie and Fitzsimmons. You can hear that show nightly at WDEVradio.com. Freddie, it has been a busy 24 hours for the New England Patriots, so it is great that you are on with us. Thanks for being here. My pleasure, brother. How's everything with you? Everything is going awesome. And listen, everything with the Patriots is super chaotic. We're a day out from the Sony Michelle trade. He went to the Rams after Cam Akers went down with the injury. So, I mean, the the Patriots backfield has just been so plug and chug these past couple years. And the first rounder, Sony Michelle, goes out the door. Who, in your mind, steps in in Michelle's shoes moving forward? Well, you mentioned it. Uh, having a plethora of backs has been the M.O. for the New England Patriots, so it's going to be a committee of who they have, and you know how the Patriots are, Jack. Whatever the game plan is for that week, that's who's probably going to get the ball most or who's going to get the most touches. So it's not just going to be one guy. That's not. They haven't really operated like that as an organization for a long, long time because when Cam Newton, I believe, is still going to be the starting quarterback, he's also going to be a part of that running game. Maybe not as much as last year because they've been able to fortify that offensive line and bring in weapons in the offseason, so he won't have to do as much. But that committee approach that has worked well for so many different teams, including the Patriots, that's not going to change just because they draft, they decide to trade Sony Michelle to the Los Angeles Rams on Wednesday. Now, Sony Michelle, of course, a Super Bowl hero for the New England Patriots. He was a first-rounder, and New England got a couple of supplemental picks in return. Do you feel like the Pats might have gotten shortchanged on this one, or is this a good deal for New England? Here's why it's a good deal for New England, because Bill Belichick has always been about trying to acquire as many draft picks as possible because they do such a great a great job of scouting so many different players where they try to find players and they unearth them, Jack, from rocks here trying to find those diamonds in the rough. So the more lower draft picks that he can have in the later rounds, that is completely a gold coin situation for Bill Belichick and New England Patriots. So it's not a case of getting fleeced because they had a surplus of running backs and the Rams will depart with a fifth and sixth round pick for Sony Michelle. This is going to benefit both teams. You get a quality running back behind that offensive line replacing Cam Akers, and you get extra draft picks if you are the New England Patriots. This is, of course, a classic Bill Belichick move. I mean, you're right. I mean, he loves developing late round draft picks. Point to almost any offensive weapon New England's had, they are in a first rounder. It, that's just that's just Bill Belichick's MO. But a first rounder that has been making headway in Patriots camp is Mac Jones. Now, with Cam out this past week, do we feel like Mac Jones has taken the leg up in becoming the team's starting quarterback? I don't think he's taken the leg up, Jack, but I will say this. That clock is that clock is a lot louder and ticking by a lot faster when it comes to Cam Newton because I firmly believe that he was playing extremely well. We saw that in last week's preseason game against the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. Excuse me. He was just throwing the daylights out of the football. So I firmly believe that no matter what happened, that Bill Belichick was not going to put a rookie quarterback, no matter how advanced. Mac Jones has shown that he was going to be, not just when he played Alabama, but so far in training camp with the New England Patriots. But Bill Belichick always talks about the best ability is availability. And if you have reps taken away from you, you took reps away from yourself, you're not helping yourself to have a little bit more leeway to stay as a starting quarterback when it comes to Cam Newton. When they play Miami opening day, I firmly believe that Cam Newton is going to be the starting quarterback. But if Cam Newton has any kind of falter to his game or the offense is not running the way Bill Belichick wants it to be run, all of a sudden that leash got a lot shorter when it comes to Cam Newton being out 
and Mac Jones getting a chance to be the starting quarterback maybe sooner than later. Well, the reports are that yesterday, during the first session of joint practices between the Patriots and the Giants, Mac Jones had a great day, including back-to-back touchdowns and a string of 14 consecutive completions. I mean, just an absolute great great to hear against uh, probably the Giants' starting defense. So what has to happen on Mac Jones' side for him to unearth Cam Newton as the team's starting QB? Really nothing, to be honest with you, because it's all going to be about if Cam Newton is not the kind of quarterback that you need to have to run this offense, this intricate offense, with the Patriots. And I know a lot of people love the new ice cream. That is Mac Jones. I clearly understand that, whether it's the fans with the New England Patriots or the media in the New England area regarding the Patriots. They see Mac Jones, and they want the future to be now. They don't want the future to wait another year or even half a year. But Bill Belichick has never been a slave to the moment. He understands what he has in Mac Jones, and he was very fortunate that Mac Jones fell to him with the 15th pick of the draft in the first round. But Bill Belichick is not going to put a play out there if he believes he's not ready. Now, I will say this, more than ever before, if you got a guy like that in Mac Jones, all of a sudden you have really increased the reps when it comes to him being out there for your football team. You take that chance that no matter what you throw at him, he's going to make that work for that football team. But that doesn't mean that you do that at the expense of a guy that has played extremely well in camp. And we had a chance to be out there last week at the start. We saw what he was able to do in this offense, especially having a full training camp and a preseason with New England. I wouldn't just throw the water on Cam Newton and his prospects of being a starting quarterback just yet or being a starting quarterback the whole season for the New England Patriots. Now let's say, hypothetically, that this latest COVID mishap with Cam Newton costs him his starting job in New England. Is that it? Is that the last we see of Cam Newton on an NFL field? It won't be the last you see of him on the NFL field, but I think it will be the last you see of him as a starting quarterback in the National Football League because I firmly believe, and it just boggles my mind, that after having COVID-19 last year and dealing with that, that you would put yourself in a position where you could potentially get it again if you're Cam Newton and still being unvaccinated. I completely don't understand why you had that thought process in your head. So if that winds up happening, and it seems to me based on the statements, that have been put out there by the New England Patriots when all this came down, that he is definitely a scapegoat in that situation that he should have known better. If that's going to be the case and they're going to hold that against them, against them, then I don't blame the Patriots for doing that from that standpoint. And if you're Cam Newton, you have nobody to blame. But that doesn't mean he's not going to be a starting quarterback. That doesn't mean he's not going to be a quarterback in the National Football League. I just don't believe he'll be a starting quarterback in the National Football League if this does not end well with the New England Patriots. We're talking to Freddie Coleman of ESPN Radio, and you can catch him right here on WDEV AM and FM. This year, I feel like more than any other year, has been an absolute battle of rookie quarterbacks and veterans. It feels like everywhere in the league, the rookies of the first years, the younger guys, have legs up on all of the on all of the veterans. Just yesterday, Trevor Lawrence named the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But our old friend Jimmy Garoppolo seems like his job is in jeopardy as well with the number three overall pick, Trey Lance, uh, ready to take his position just about at any time. Do you feel like these younger quarterbacks, this is like we're going to see them sooner rather than later compared to other years? You're going to see that with Justin Fields. I thought it was very interesting that Chicago said that Andy Dalton is a starter for week one. They didn't say for he's our starting quarterback to start the season. They just said for week one. And yet Trey Lance is coming on strong, but Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be the starting quarterback. But the reason that we're having these conversations is because these quarterbacks are so advanced from what they've been able to learn in high school and then in college. They've been part of the seven 
elite 11 quarterbacks of the academy to learn their craft under those guys. So that has definitely helped their development, getting ready for the NFL. And we've seen more NFL concepts on both sides of the football where you got to be able to read those defenses and make the appropriate reads. The quarterbacks coming into the NFL more than ever before are so advanced that they don't need as long of a learning curve to get ready mentally and physically. For example, Patrick Mahomes set out the entire first year until the last regular season game for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a starting quarterback next year, and that team's in the AFC Championship game because he was so advanced coming out of Texas Tech, even though they did not have a winning record. When you see the kind of quarterbacks and the intellect that they're going to possess, you don't have to say, okay, we're going to sit this guy down for a year. You can say when he's ready, if we're not going well, we don't have any qualms of putting him in the lineup, whether it's Justin Fields in Chicago, Trey Lance in San Francisco, and potentially Mac Jones with the New England Patriots. It is one heck of a rookie quarterback field, but let's go ahead. Let's try and look at the future. 20 years from now, if these guys are still playing, which which quarterback has the best chance of making it that far? Ooh, I, I don't know if we're going to see a Tom Brady-type quarterback playing 20 <laughs> years from now, but if anybody is going to have maybe the ability, wherewithal to play that on Mac Jones because he didn't or a team like the Patriots, they're used to having a guy do that in Tom Brady. So they know they put those kind of pieces in place. There's a player surrounding him or the have they're going to have that in place. So if I had to bet on that 20 years now, I'm not really a hypothetical person, but if you're going to have me ask who that, who that guy can be, I'll place it on the fact that Mac Jones being a part of the Patriot way has a lot better chance of doing it. going to try to do that drafted in the first round this year. Absolutely. Freddie Coleman of ESPN, we're going to get you out of here on this last question right here. The Patriots made a lot of off-season acquisitions with, in, in addition to drafting Mac Jones. Out of, all of the offs, out of all of the weapons that they have now on offense, which guy do you feel like is going to be the standout, not a quarterback? John Smith, because I think he's been time, and I thought getting him a tight end where not only is he an underrated blocker, but he can really threaten the seam of a defense, especially down the middle. Hunter Henry got a lot of love, and he should, but Hunter Henry is injured. We don't know when he's going to come back or what he's going to look like whenever he gets back on the football field for the New England Patriots. But that John Smith guy, every time I saw him play, I said, man, that's a guy that they got him the ball just a little bit more, that he can make some plays. And he's going to have that ability to do that because the Patriots have been able to have guys on the outside and Nelson Aguilar over here and Bourne on the other side that can really take that pressure off the outside. And now you get a tight end that can threaten the linebackers and threaten the scene. He could be a, a really good best friend for Cam Newton starting the season, a quarterback for the Patriots. So that's a yeah. uh, that could pay the biggest dividend for that Patriots offense. Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio. Awesome as always. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Jack. Have a good night. Take care, my man.